0: Rope dope flows, I'm just giving niggas hope. Back in the days when Ajax was I soap. Adolescent ways, I missed the paw with the coke. Grocery store runs the candy bags, so that coke. Utilizing allegories was a method just to cope. So are you in touch with the nigger in the mirror? A face tat and a couple straps won't make me
1: feel you. Welcome back to the Pop of Demand Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan, aka J Walk Six. And this is episode 49 of the Pop of Demand Podcast. With me today are my co-host, professional hater himself, core What's up, core How
0: you been? How you been? Chaos is louder.
1: We have to. We have the number one fan of Doja Cat with us today. We have DeLon with us. What's up, DeLon? <laughs> <laughs> Lake alaikum, brother Jordan. And we also have the basketball savage with us. We have quiz What's up, Quiz? What's good, brother Jordan? And you know what we do? We give you our takes on basketball, music, and everything in between. Uh, a couple of announcements that need to be made. Uh, we, as we said before, we have shifted away from SoundCloud to Anchor as our main host, meaning that now our podcast is available on Anchor as well as same, you know, it's always been available on Apple, Spotify, Google Playlist, but we're also available on multiple other places like Breaker, uh, Overcast, and a f- couple of other places. So, for now on, I don't believe we'll be able to find all our episodes on SoundCloud. We'll probably keep maybe three of them on there at all times, but... Majority of our content will now forever um, be on Anchor and all the other platforms going forward. So, excited about that. But other than that, I don't think we have any other announcements. So, let's start with the show. We are currently c- recording this during the Clippers and Warriors game. So, we will probably not have many thoughts on that game. We, we tend to talk about the other game once. It came on earlier today, but we probably won't have any much to say about the Warriors Or the Spurs and Nuggets. Being a Clipper fan... Or the Spurs, and nuggets or the games on sunday uh but as a clipper fan i had almost no real desire to see my team go up against the warriors i i uh, I, no I, now I love my team but i just know how unbelievably overwhelming the warriors can be especially for a team like the clippers that are starting three rookies like three of our players are rookies going against clay curry and um, Demarcus Cousins at those three positions—that's yeah, that, not—that's not. That's not, not it
0: build
1: character. It will build character. I'm 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 hope, hoping for the best. I just want them to be competitive at the very least. But anyway, it was
0: but the same time as a Clipper fan after all the losses we've seen, we've built enough character, but the players needed
1: those. I get facts. I I don't want to talk about this other LA team because they aren't in the playoffs, and it's hopefully be the last time we talk about them on this podcast until the offseason. Is here when they're relevant again. But Magic Johnson this week stepped down from his position as the president of basketball operation for the Lakers. He did an impromptu uh press conference. He said he got there and said, Genie Buss doesn't know I'm here. Uh, I don't think I don't think Rob Polinka knew he was there. I don't think anybody in the organization knew he was doing this. They said people cited that he was in a meeting just the day before talking about the direction of the franchise and what they're going to do this summer. So he did it he pretty much came out and said, yeah, I'm not going to be, he came out in the press conference and said, yeah, I'm not going to be here. I'm, I'm stepping down. I miss being able to tweet about other players and tell them congratulations on their many, um, what? Uh, their many accomplishments. He went on to, you know, thank, you know, he went on to, um, big up D'Angelo Russell and a couple other players in his press conference. I think the press conference went on for like a full 40 minutes. He was just rambling, talking about how much he missed just being a fan of the basketball and how being a president was so hard because he had to work two days out the week and had to travel and all that kind of stuff. This is an embarrassment for the Laker franchise. And I think it's only right that we send off Magic Johnson's hopes and dreams in our own way. Cutie music. Here lies Magic Johnson, the president, president of the Lakers organization mm. from 2017 former, former president of the, of the Lakers from 2016 it was 2017 to 2019. He was a he was a visionary. Yes, he was a visionary core. My favorite Magic Johnson move. <laughs> as the leader of the lakers was when he called the clippers and asked them, would you like to have zubak on your team we would like to have mike muscala the clippers didn't ask him Magic johnson came out and did that himself from the goodness of his heart his his basketball iq told him that he needed more shooters after saying at the beginning of the season oh we got shooting So what does he do? He trades a promising 22 year old center who still has not come into his own for a reject three point shooter who was not even playing on the Atlanta Hawks. I I think he was actually on the Sixers. Regardless, he was not playing for any of those teams. So he traded a young young center at a position that they needed, gave it to the Clippers, which then fueled the Clippers playoff run dramatically increasing the, the Clippers defense. Thanks to Magic Johnson, the Clippers are right now playing in the playoffs against the Warriors. And I would like to say thank you, Magic Johnson, for making the Clippers a better team. Anybody else like to sh- share your thoughts on Magic Johnson?
2: Um, um I remember him from my year. who could beat anything. He beat A's. He beat...
3: <laughs> from your he youth, beat. how old are you? <laughs> <laughs> what?
2: Listen, I'm 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 23, but I remember I remember I remember the stories. Okay. I remember the legends. Okay. He he overall. beat he beat the Olympics. He beat the number 33, Larry Bird. <laughs> he beat the number six, Dr. J, for his first championship. The number he could not beat was 38. 38 wins last season before lebron this season with lebron you're invincible until 38 he was an inspiring man a leader of many a mentor to the youth he always made sure to set up his young players for success with kind words and opportunity for example d'angelo russell someone who was primed to take over the franchise but then you know drama happened, and then he traded him but then you know wait you know then he We had Lonzo Ball, who he he set up for success to take over the franchise as the point guard of the future until he benched him for Rondo to start at the beginning of the season. But you got to forget about that one. You got Brandon Ingram, who he said was untouchable. Nobody else on the team was untouchable except for Brandon Ingram. But but then he wasn't, but then he was, and he went to throw him to New Orleans for Anthony Davis. But let's forget about that one, too. But then we have Jordan Clarkson, Julius Randle and Zupa, who all got traded for a bag of chips, and he very much lost that trade. Um, Magic Johnson, he was a mentor, a humanitarian, and we will miss him great.
1: That was beautiful. That was beautiful, Devon. Anybody else would like to share their thoughts on Magic Johnson?
3: Magic Johnson, his point guards of all time, Uh, did a lot of great things for the Lakers. Mm. Uh, But the the man just wanted to have fun, so you know, he took the easy way out. <laughs> mm. He took the easy way out, and he, uh, he 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 did what he did. I'm like, we're not gonna, we're not gonna, cause the family's here. We're not gonna, you know, go into go into details about what we're gonna, gonna lay into him, but go he, into we all him. know what he did. So you know, rest in peace to maddie Johnson, the president. The president. And, uh, I hope I hope I wish him the best. Uh I pray for his family, all Lakers fans. I'm lying. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pray for you guys. But uh <laughs> <laughs> Damn.
1: Get your Voice anybody praying for me.
3: <laughs> but uh last but least, you got you got this you got a piece on this?
0: <sighs> yeah, hate to be the one to do it, but I might as well end it off. Magic Johnson, the point guard for the Showtime Lakers. One of the biggest superstars in NBA history. Yes. He was the architect of the Showtime run, but he did not show up. <laughs> he is the architect of destruction, prince of chaos, the point guard mm. of pessimism. Mm. He was one of the greatest passers in NBA history, but he always seemed to pass up some of the greatest years. <laughs> he promised them a second superstar to go lebron james and he mm. got him mike muscala he got rid of d'angelo russell because he was immature and during free agency who did he sign michael bees he told us that Lonzo ball was a point guard of the future because he was a young level-headed point guard who could run the team and get along with the coach and replaced him with Roger rondo he told us that he was gonna give us a superstar center <laughs> at the same level as the Marcus Cousins. And he got us.
3: Court, 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 don't forget, you know. He said he said LeBron don't need He needs playmakers.
0: He got Ronzo Ball, who he said was one of the greatest future playmakers in the NBA. Paired him with LeBron, LeBron one of the greatest playmakers in the NBA. And he told us that he don't need shooters. He need more playmakers. So instead of giving the Los Angeles Lakers a well-balanced team, he gave them a team full of playmakers with no plays to run <laughs> No one to shoot. So no play no to
3: one make. to drive the ball.
0: No plays to make. The majority of the Lakers season was filled with injury, deceit, treachery, and utter destruction.
3: Sneaky I don't
0: know if I was watching basketball or a blooper reel of games. Exactly. I don't know if I was watching a basketball game or a real game of thrones. I just don't know what was going on, man. The entire season was just everything wrong. When you got Lance Stevenson on the court getting turnovers, you got LeBron on the court not playing defense, you got Brandon Ingram at the hospital not playing games. When you got all of that added up, there's nothing good that can come out of it. I wish nothing but the worst, I hope Magic <laughs> Johnson never gets an NBA job again. I hope Rob Polinka gets fired. I hope another coup happens in the bus family and Gina Bus is removed from that franchise. <laughs> but then again, I don't. Because I want that franchise to suffer. And what I would like to end it off with. from the words of Jordan, the one, the one thing that Magic Johnson did, the one thing that he did that I'm appreciative of it, is giving us Zubac. AKA Zoo Chamberlain, AKA Zoo Kill O'Neal. AKA Zoo Kamalaj Warren, AKA Andre Jordan,
1: AKA Zoo Pop, AKA Zoo Pop. Come
2: on now.
0: Zeven Adams.
2: This thing court was.
0: This thing of went from Hakeem to, to DeAndre Jordan, was it? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <What> he, <laughs> it's a, it's a legend. Zerk the whiskey. All right. Hey, hey, L- L- Lakers fans, I'm going to tell y'all what I used to tell a lot of my other friends when they get around this time of the year when it's playoff time. He's lonely at the top. Y'all have something at the bottom.
1: It is what it is. I hope y'all suck <laughs> That was that was a stirring chord. I'm in tears, maybe for all the wrong reasons.
2: <laughs> but we gone to you
1: soon, Magic Johnson. I will say God. this though. I will say this that Laker fans do not fret it is as embarrassing as Magic Johnson has made y'all look. As bad as he's made y'all look, this actually might be a blessing in disguise. Uh now that because he if he stayed in, he stayed in office, he was clearly unfit so if he stayed in office you guys were going to be stuck with a president who did not really care about the job, who was not good at the job and didn't know what to do. So be happy that he stepped down. But at the same time, you still have Genie Bus at the helm. It doesn't look like Rob Palenka is going anywhere. He's still he's issuing press um press press conferences for the Lakers. So it doesn't look like they're getting rid of him. So he's still there. Genie has hired he she is looking into hiring Monty Williams, which I think is a will be a good hire. But at the same time, she's also looking at hiring. What's that guy's name? Light skinned nigga, Ty Lue. The the, they think about hiring Ty Lue. So at the same time, this is a bless. This could be a blessing in disguise if they put some competent people in the organization and stop caring about who's a former Laker and who isn't. What do you guys think? No, what do you think? Keep, they, like,
2: let's keep doing what they're doing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm, yeah,
2: Jordan, what you, what you said makes that makes too much sense.
1: I'm, um, this is, absolutely. It's like the it. like Lakers. It's the like Lakers it. we talk. About. You know what well, they think go, they're gonna get covid
3: making a president. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: think, dude, I, I, I'll be completely honest with you. I feel, I really feel like they probably would. If I don't really think, I'm like, gonna say this, they are crazy. Like they are crazy and desperate enough to do that.
1: No, see the thing is, they just believe so much in their brand, like the Lakers whole thing is it's us against everybody so they just love their people like everybody within the orga- Lakers organization was was damn near a, a, you know a past Laker or somebody close to them so what you're saying is uh, Kwame Brown for the new head coach. <laughs> yes <laughs> she, Andrew Bynum oh, Andrew Bynum
3: is <laughs> Switch park at the uh, new gym. Uh, yes. Let's go.
0: My mom gonna run the pharmaceutical department.
3: Facts.
2: <laughs> Dell Demps <laughs> killed Mar- Magic Johnson. Yes.
1: Oh, before before HIV could. But. Whoa.
0: Whoa. <laughs> you know what? Whoa. <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't say no AIDS joke because I thought nobody was going to believe this now. Not the one, uh, sir. Jordan I mean, was the one to do it. This, this be. Zor,
1: Zor, Zor, and the clip. Y'all made me feel like a terrible person. I'm gonna say this. DeLon left it there. He I left had, it there. He left it like, there. I had, I had
0: three in the chamber, and I let nothing
1: go, and now I was <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I but it. But let's let's soft, let's, let's move on from the Lakers. I think that's enough talking about them, because like I said, they're they're not in the postseason, so why bother? So it's now time for the over and under presented by delon where he gives us a topic person music album or anything and then we debate whether or not it's overrated or underrated what do you have for us today Delon?
2: today we got a controversial uh controversial release chance the rapper's coloring book so after releasing successful mixtapes 10 day and the debatable mixtape classic debatable acid rap Chance the Rapper was set to deliver on his first solo project since being at the national spot. In 2015, he hit us with a pump fake that was Surf, a mixtape released by Nico segal fronted band The Social Experiment. A couple of months after a spotlight-stealing guest verse on Kanye West's ultralight beam, Chance put out Coloring Book. His third quote-unquote mixtape exclusively streamed through Apple Music, featuring artists like Lil Wayne, 2 Chainz, Jay Electronica, No Name, and Kanye West. The album utilized gospel and rap while tackling themes such as family, God, and past transgressions throughout his life. Coloring Book debuted at number 8 on the Billboard 200 chart, becoming the first project to chart exclusively through streaming, as it was not available for retail purchase. The mixtape came out to amazing reviews of mostly 4.5 out of 5 stars and A- grades. It received a stupid high 89 out of 100 rating on Metacritic. As of of end-of-year rankings, Rolling Stone listed it as their third best album of that year. Complex called it the second best album of the year. And according to Metacritic, who did a study of all of the rankings, like the Everyone release, Coloring Book was the eighth best-ranked album across all genres that year. Chance received... Chance received seven nominations at the 2017 Grammy Awards, winning Best Rap Performance, Best New Artist, and Best Rap Album. In the Best Rap Album category, he beat out DJ Khaled's Major Key, De La Soul's The Anonymous Nobody, Drake View's Schoolboy Q's Blank Face LP, and ironically enough, The Life of Pablo. In our own Twitter poll of 165 voters, 67% called it overrated.
1: Well is it's definitely overrated in my eyes and I say overrated in the aspect as far as going critical acclaim and receiving Grammys and awards of that nature that I don't feel like this album was deserving of those awards as well as the high praise it received like an 89 overall on Metacritic that's ridiculously high for an album like this especially with songs like Mixtape uh I, it, was it was it I, I hate his ver- his um verse on no problem where he was just mumbling he's <laughs> No, no, that's that's that song is there's no good part of mixtape core. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nah, I'm
2: stop. Little
1: yachty's,
0: little yachty's Lil verse. Yachty's on, snap on, on mixtape. We, 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 gonna throw y'all in the bus like uh,
1: That's exactly that's exactly what I'm about to do. Uh, granted, <laughs> there is a lot of great songs on there. Like I think "Summer Friends" is cool. Uh, I think "Same Drugs" is cool. I the song how great was him and jay electronica even though lord forgive me i can't stand having to wait for the choir to finish to hear those two verses from chance it and angelic it is a long long choir session but i think that this album is good is i don't think it's as great as a critical claim gave it because the highs on this album are really high but there's a lot of stuff on here that just. Eh, like I don't really care to go back and visit it anymore and then when I do visit it I realized it was it wasn't all that grand I know that the general consensus around Twitter and I don't know how you know how far Twitter's grasp is around the world or how big Chance really is because I don't really know everyday people that listen to Chance the Rapper consistently
0: mm-hmm.
1: I mean I know I mean I know we know we know two people core but that's like two people that's oh, yeah. like them re- I'm, I'm,
0: I'm gonna say this though that year his hype was like at an all-time high and so people was really new to him I would, I would say that I don't know if they still listen to
1: him now yeah that's what I'm saying I know a lot of people like really detest his music in the direction he's gone now it's caused them to dislike this album even though I don't feel like this is a bad album but I do think it's overrated in the sense that it, it won it was the first mixtape to ever win a Grammy it's not deserving of that honor there are so many more mixtapes that are so much better than this they deserve that right to be the first mixtape that win a grab me. So but so but yeah. shout out shout out to chance for getting us there. But at the same time I don't think you should have got it. I think blank face ep the um lp should have won even though it over oh, they my soul? it was between them two. I those albums both were better than me. I I I just I'm not gonna say life of Pablo is better nah. I think Columbia is better than the life of Pablo. What about
0: you, poor? Nah, I'm not. Uh, I'm gonna say this. I think, I think, honestly speaking, it's overrated. Y'all know when it came out. I only like about two, three songs on that mixtape. And you know, it was because of the there J electronic verse. Uh, I thought same drugs school the first time I liked it, but other, than, I think if I listen to it now, I'm probably won't get through. It. I hated. I hated smoke break. Well, I'm gonna say Justin Timberlake, Justin b <laughs> Like, okay, okay, <laughs> I'm gonna say this. My problem with the mixtape was that compared to his other because things like I thought Surf was cool. I thought the social experiment when he had redid the uh the author theme song and all that, I thought all oh, that was fire. So really, really kind of come on, yeah, yeah. I actually like those projects. So he came. I mean, I was you probably remember this one. when the coloring book came out. I said, what is this? This is you know, you know, it was just kind of like that, but then I had to realize this is his commercial this is commercial debut. I, I remember like Kanye was kind of coming out like Grammy should be nominated for mixtapes so it was kind of like when it came out I was like oh this is gonna be it this is gonna be you know like I kind of I kind of put two and two guys like okay this is gonna be the one to get it so when he got nominated for a Grammy I looked at it like this because even though I feel like it's overrated as a project I just feel like the year he had was okay I think the year he had was underrated I don't think the music really lived up to the hype well, for, but that year, it was a lot of people who was new to him. It was a lot of people who was new to him. That makes sense. It was new makes to his sense. music. We love the story. Young kid from Chicago, independent. He's pushing the right things. You know, it was it was it was like a. It's almost like the black. It's like the it's like the Macklemore story, but for black people. That's, so. When we saw that, it just made everybody go, "Oh my god! How can we not support him?"
1: Kind of like, and not to not to mention, he also influenced uh, the life of Pablo by a good bit. It would it would seem. Oh yeah, yeah with
0: the according to
1: yeah, according to Kanye and uh, Chance, who was in those sessions, it seemed like he had you know he played a major key, no pun intended, to that album. But but yeah, I think that Chance's run that year was definitely was underrated. It, hmm. It
0: was great.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah yeah definitely. I feel like it was underrated. I feel like a lot of people failed to realize just how he became in that instance like in that year like he really he kind i want to say he ran rap but he became a face of rap for a good second where everybody where he became like the talk of everybody like everybody he became a household name even if people don't really like his music he did
0: propel himself
1: and became a household name
0: and what i will say is this you know all the industry plant rumors aside i don't think i i it was, I think X may be the only rapper I just see coming to the game and it completely take over and reach superstar status in a year. That, like, that's probably the only other run I can think is close to it.
1: Yeah, I can't think of it. Hmm.
2: I pretty much disagree with y'all for most of it, I guess. Um, when it comes to like the critical reception, stopping before the Grammys – like, the reviews and all that stuff, I agree with those... 89... I'd I say it's up there. i say it's up there. The thing is, when I'm looking, when I re listen to these songs, it took me, like, two years later going back over this album, like, four more times to, like, gen- genuinely appreciate it. He's giving subtly good bars. The the thing is, he's, like, these, these are better songs than people are giving... yeah. than people are making, you know? Like, whoever is the EP... This is this is the the engineers they're doing good work here. Like this isn't just like rap stuff. Like this is like the arrangements are so much better. The 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 harmonizing like there's so much more thought that goes into this that I'm hearing in a lot of modern music, hey, well, a lot of hip hop
0: music. Are oh, you saying that a young independent artist with uh, lack of funds had one of the best produced?
2: Hey huh. hey hey! Mm. I ain't, I ain't gonna mm. I ain't gonna speak to his. <laughs> Anywho, a thing that people like forget in music, like, is it's it's supposed to make you like feel shit. And this sounds corny as fuck, but when you playing this album on a on a on a Sunday morning, playing this album (laughs) on a Tuesday morning, you cleaning your shit, it hit different. Like I'm sitting there listening to Juke Jam. I don't fuck with that song all the way, but boy, I was getting it. Oh, and I just think that, that, that a lot of music just it doesn't it, it, you you're listening to it intellectually you're listening to it critically but it just doesn't reach you like that and i'm not even the most religious person but that chance the rapper color book album was hidden grammys he shouldn't got all them grammys like that he should have been nominated for all those grammys but the thing was that he was making such a case like, there were a lot of other mixtapes before that that should have probably gotten the Grammy, but none of them were making a campaign like Chance yeah. was. Chance was making the campaign before the album came out. On Ultra Light Beam, that nigga said, we're going to make it so, what, what do you say? Make a song sound good and the bar so hard that the, you know, yeah. whatever he said on Ultra Light Beam about the Grammys, He was making an active campaign for it. And also, you know, I think, you know, the Grammys the last couple of years have been in there. They have to apologize to hip hop over and over again so i guess they felt chance to do up so let's give them everything they do that with one rap artist every year
1: i feel you I, but i well. do feel you delon on the whole this music made me feel something because <laughs> all not, not i love i love all night i mean it's kit it's a b it's a tempo it's kind of popish feel to it but it, i can't be i can't lie to you i don't think it's a bad song it makes me want to move my bodies. juke jam i feel like it's a smooth ballad. i think Angels is great. I think Smoke Break with Future is great. Finish Line and Down, like I think that's a good song. Like I, like I said, I think this is a good album with some content that can really reach you. With a maybe like one or two bad songs, but at the same time, I, like I said, I just don't feel like it was deserving of all those awards, and I don't feel like it was deserving of the critical acclaim it received in comparison to its peers. That's what I'm saying.
2: The only album that I think was they should have gotten a Grammy over the Chance of Rap album that year was De La Soul. I don't think Schoolboy Q I can kind of see face, why you believe that LP though. Was a I kind of see, see it. Also yeah also, my main complaint—I agree with you—about how long the fucking intro to "How Great" is. I don't Jay Electronica no snapped on that song, but pulled. you gotta wait. I, I knew minutes.
1: at one point I knew the exact time that his verse started, and I just said great too. And Chance's chance for keeping up with a rap legend like Jay Electronica, Chance's verse was great too. I was, i want to—I want to emphasize that Chance's verse was great too.
2: But listen, I will say. I, well, last thing I will say that I would probably tip the scales more towards it's rated decently if the Twitterverse and Badget. you know people didn't oh, they they didn't they're so I mean harsh Twitter tends to be that way by anything.
1: I think people need to look at things in vacuums more because I mean Twitter tends to do a lot to a lot of things. Like it's either something's either god awful or it's the best thing ever. Like it's
0: just
1: yep, yep, it's life. I, mean, I think a lot of people, yeah. But I think a lot of people are like that in general, too. Like, most people don't view things as an 8 and a 7 it's either a 10 or a 1. Yeah.
0: But, what I will but that's th- why
1: we're here. Let them know that they're wilding.
0: What I will say about this, the things I kind of understood what Twitter was saying because they was looking at it from the perspective of we felt like, like, a lot of people felt like Acid Rap was like an amazing project or a quote-unquote classic or perfect project. So when you hear something like Coloring Book that really pales in comparison... It's different. I mean... I mean okay i'm gonna say that it is before but for a lot of people out, like they didn't hear so you know they didn't hear the in between projects so if you only heard acid rap and you only heard coloring book you kind of looking at it like okay 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 put it this way it's like if Nas dropped e. ill but he had won a grammy for like it was written a nostradamus you to look you know you gonna look at everybody like this the project y'all like this the project y'all? <laughs> this the y'all you know, is this like, your this king is this okay? This what y'all love him for? You know, like like people go look at it that way. And I feel like that's where a lot of the criticism came from because it was all it was almost to the point of oh now y'all want to show him love when he ain't making the same music. He not going through the dark time he went through. Now he making gospel, kids, bop, rap, or you know, whatever you want to call it. Now, now I kind of went from a young teenager in a dark place trying to make the best out of every situation with gospel influences to like it's all okay it's almost like a it's almost like somebody going through something really really bad and that's when they're making the best music and then when they're at the best point of their life the music is okay so when people looked at him getting a critical acc- critical acclaim now they were just kind of upset about it well this is what i think
1: i got you i think i got you but we should probably move on to the next topic the we finally have seen what the bracket is going to be like for the nba playoffs The playoff matchups have been set. We know who the teams are. Some of the teams have already played, as we said before. But one of the matchups that caused the most stir on Twitter and across the league was the 3-6 to matchup in the West with the Trailblazers facing off against the Thunder due to a bunch of crazy outcomes at the end of the season where the Nuggets dropped from – well, Nuggets stayed at 2. The Rockets dropped to 4. The – Thunder jumped from 8 to 6 Due to those circumstances The Thunder have seemed To get a matchup that's super favorable For them in the first round People are picking this to be an easy upset Are we counting the Trailblazers Out too soon Is there is there any hope for them against Fuck OKC no baby Trailblazers
3: 6 <laughs> <laughs> Trailblazers 6 you heard it here first You heard it here first We oh. ain't going back to OKC oh. like, Just like D-Mitch oh. told niggas last year just like you is told him nigga. oh we ain't oh. going back oh we ain't going
1: back okay okay Jacques. you just, I'm it sounds nice it sounds nice but I'm gonna need you to explain why you feel this way because
3: okay? last year nigga said the church the Jazz is gonna get that swept the Thunder, Thunder going to the Western Conference Finals. Everybody got their – the Thunder the best team to match up with the Warriors. Everybody got their confidence in them. And what them niggas do? Garbage. They win two games. Sale. They win two games. Yeah,
0: watch by the Magic Killer.
1: Go home. In the Thunder defense, the Trailblazers were the number three seed last year and got swept by the number six seed. So they in the, the words of Kevin Durant, them niggas
3: basically doubled Damian Lillard the entire game. CJ McCollum was get was giving them buckets, but there's only so much one person can do. So I'll say that to that point. And really, I'll keep it a buck with you. If we get uh it really depends on CJ. I haven't seen him play since he's you know the whole injury thing. But if we get uh, a playoff CJ from last year and we get this season's Russell Westbrook,
1: then yeah, Blazers and six. <laughs> but I'm I'm gonna say this. I got Thunder. I got thunder in six. I, maybe five, to be, be honest with you. I'm not that confident in them. I've been looking at the numbers. I've been looking at their past matchups just to see where where the trailblazers have the advantage it. The trailblazers somehow, some way with people like Mo Harkl using spare parts of like Mo Harkless, Aminu, Seth Curry, uh Nick Stauskis, Rodney Hood,
0: yeah, using
1: an assortment of players. Yeah, after, yeah, I think I said MB new. Uh Myers, Leonard, using guys, Evan Turner, using guys like this, they turned out a top three offense this Facts. year. Shout out to Terrence Stocks, Shout Shout to Terrence Stocks. I was, I was not a, I was not aware that they were scoring like that. Shout out to like Evan that. Turner for
3: getting a triple double in the shortest amount of time. Bitch, I didn't know that shit. Yeah, I did not
1: I know that on name. I might be by... I did not. Yeah, he gonna make you eat yeah, that shit tomorrow. I guarantee it. No, no. Like, Evan Hurt the kind of player to go off against the Thunder. They they let stuff like that happen, but that's like the only thing I have going for the the uh, Trailblazers. Like their defense is mediocre. Uh, they aren't really great at anything else. I mean, they're pretty they're good at shooting. They're like average at shooting threes. Pretty much average at doing everything except defensive rebounding, which would be helpful against the Thunder, who are a great rebounding team. But the problem me is they lost Nurkic, who was one of their better rebounders. So, that probably hurts that one advantage that they had. I don't – so, really, they have – they outclass the Thunder in terms of scoring. But then the score, the Thunder do have a top three, five defense. So, you remember how you said that the uh, Pelicans last year was, like, double-teaming Dame and, sent a, and had, like, a spy mm. who just constantly hovered away from the man and then attacked Dame on drives and off pick and roll? What's to the stop the Thunder, who's a better defensive team than the Pelicans, from doing the same thing to neutralize like Dane? They're gonna take the ball what? out of Dame hands. They're gonna take. They're gonna take the ball out of McCollum hands, and they're gonna force the forward and the power like Africa Minu, uh, No, why that's not gonna, happen, gonna, gonna my... You know why that's not gonna happen? Why? Because
3: it... we gonna have Damian Lillard gonna, gonna drop forty the first game. and You know what Westbrook gonna say? That shit ain't gonna happen again. I'm gonna lock this shit up. <laughs> then what is he gonna go and do? He gonna go and damn their foul out in the first quarter.
1: That's what the fuck let's gonna see, happen. Let's see. That's I, I, I am gonna say with. this. That could possibly happen because we just saw him do that. Ricky he did Rubio. it with Ricky Rubio at <laughs> the same time.
3: Ricky Rubio.
1: But like, the same. But at the same time, at the same time, Dame averaged like 34 points a game against the Thunder because. Westbrook ain't really. He's in. I feel like he's improved defensively, but he hasn't gotten that much better. He averaged thirty-four percent against the Thunder, but they lost all four of their games against the Thunder this season. And that was with Nurk. That was with Nurkic healthy too, by the way. That's the, that's the big thing. They don't have a giant body to fight Stephen Adams anymore. So, like I said, it's just they just seem overwhelmingly. Mismatch the only hope is to. I also thought their only hope was just to make it a high scoring game, but I realized that all four of their matchups were high scoring games with them scoring like 120, but their defense so bad they let the already bad at offense Thunder score 124. So their only hope is hopefully to tighten up their defense and slow you know and make the, them play hero ball, which they will do when they back against the wall. Hope, yeah, hope that PG shoulder isn't 100. Which it doesn't seem to be. Man. And just hope Westbrook continues to be Westbrook from this season because and just try to outscore them. If you just if they just go out there with the mentality that hey, we just gotta out we just gotta blow not blow these guys out, but we just gotta put as many points on the board as possible, then they could win. But at the same time, I don't really see that happening because they're gonna take the ball out of Dane's and CJ hands. Uh
3: I, I wanna see which version of Paul George. Thunder five. 'Cause uh, we liable to get playoff P again and we all know what playoff P did. Got son by, <laughs> by <a> middle aged <laughs> white man. So, you know. J- J- Joe, Shout
1: Joe Joe Ink. Joe
3: Engles. And then you know, know Russ. He's gon' he's Russ. You know, he's shooting like that twenty four percent from three, uh like forty, thirty nine, forty percent from the field, sixty
1: percent from the I that's a line, good. Like Damn, oh, man. I mean, so that's a good point too. The Thunder don't have any shooting whatsoever. Like one of the worst <coughs> shooting teams in the league. Uh, the only people I think shooting above thirty five percent on that team Never. is Paul George, Terrence Ferguson, and surprisingly Jeremiah Grant. So that will actually help the Treble scheme against the um, Thunder, where they'll just say, "Hey, we're just going to just let we're going to go under our things, all these screens. We're going to just stay on for." we're going to stay home with PG and we're going to just let Westbrook let it fly. And, and, he, um, will, and he will you know, he will definitely I, with all confidence go shoot
3: that's the problem He will man. do that.
1: He will do it. If you leave him if you leave him open, you yeah. going to shoot that motherfucker. Just so y'all don't think that we're hating on what's Westbrook cuz people thought we were hating on him because of our triple double segment last week. What's a Westbrook? Oh, people okay, like just 375 players have Attempted more than 400 threes in a season in NBA history. 375 players have done this. West, out of all 375 players, the Westbrook ranks 373rd out of 375 players. Only two players have been worse than him in NBA history on 400 or more attempts. He shot 29. 29- uh, Westbrook shot 29% from three, taking about five threes a game this season. Donald was worse. There was a Kobe season ew, oddly enough where oh, he <laughs> shot worse than that. And I forgot who the other player was. I can't remember off the top of my head. But yes, they're so the, the trailblazer plan should be, we're going to just force this guy to shoot. And we're going to make sure that we neutralize their other two shooters. Kind of like what the Nets did today with the uh, Thunder. They took JJ Reddick out the equation, and it just made the rest of the offense so much harder because nobody else could hit a shot. but I still, but I still got OKC in five. Yeah, OKC in five. That's, that's my uh, take. I, yeah, just I don't think they'd be able to. I don't think they'd be able to overcome. And, their and Some absences. people don't think I'm a
3: Westbrook hater. Every single year, I say the same thing. I say, man, and Westbrook, he just you know what I'm saying. He just get his IQ up a little bit, take better shots. You know what I'm saying? If he just cut down the number of, of volume shooting and just be, be focused more on being a point guard, I think the Thunder can. They could do this. They can do that. The sky's the limit. And every single damn year, come they in with the same shit, shooting 25 shots, uh, going out his way to triple doubles. And I don't. I'm just. I'm fed up at this point. I'm fed up. So, you know what? I'm calling it how I see it. I feel like it's gonna be the redemption arc of the uh, Trailblazers. You have it here first. If they fuck around and lose, you didn't hear it here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but shout out to dame and shout because i i want him to redeem i want him to redeem himself i want him to put some i want niggas to put respect on his name and it would just make it would just be so much fun to see him do it over what's West the westbrook a lot of people's darling child but uh i think it's time for who's wilding this is chord segment where he tells us Shares with us someone he thinks was absolutely wild during this week. Court, who is your who's wild?
0: T.I. Kodak Black. Lingo. Started off Kodak his friends on IG Live, dual friends doom, saying stuff that we shouldn't be saying. Human nature, it is what it is. But what he said to some people was unforgivable. He spoke on the Duff and Nipsey hustle and said the phrase. I beat her for Lauren London because she about to be a whole widow. I give her a George Crown and she can call me. When somebody in his crew said, Hey, chill, can't be shooting your shot. He responded by saying, No, I ain't shooting my shot. I'm being genuine. So the video, since it's already on IG Live, it quickly got to everyone else on earth. And a lot of people really felt like he was being disrespectful. Trying to holler at Lauren London wife. I mean at, at Nipsey Hussle's wife. So he responded by saying that everyone is taking it too seriously. It was misconstrued. And that he didn't mean any disrespect. So when I heard that, I said, okay, people say a lot of stuff on IG Live, people clip two minutes of it. And you know, it just sounds way worse than what it is. Then I see the self-appointed ambassador of Hip T I come out of nowhere and says, Hey Coday Black. You got to delete that expeditiously, menacingly. <laughs> I need it gone as fast as possible. And so when I saw it, my first thought, why, TI? Why? Because now you done took a situation to where it, maybe, maybe it was being disrespectful, maybe it wasn't. But now that you done hopped on the internet and it tried to play him and force him to do something, he not going to respond by saying, oh, my bad. My fault. I ain't mean it that way. Now it's going to be a whole situation. That's exactly what it and, turned into. And so it's pretty much been an entire week of them going back and forth.
1: Don't forget something. about the game. Yeah, don't, and that's, don't forget about the game. He in this shit, too. Yeah. i oh,
0: yeah, oh, yeah, my bad.
1: Oh, yeah. But we we used the to way? the game inserting himself in places he shouldn't. Double entendre. Yeah. We're, we're, we're accustomed to that with the game. But the thing is, TI has been doing – TI has actually started to become – he started gaining his reputation for doing that too. I want to say he started when he was checking. No, no, no. Music. I don't even say trap music. I want to say he started with the Kanye West and um him and Kanye West. Oh yeah, tro- But see, he yeah, did that yeah, behind yeah. closed doors. He was actually he actually just went to Kanye and did Kanye said hey Tia. no, put it on. Kanye, but no, see Kanye first said. Like mean, I later, later. Kanye said, Hey. My boy T.I. here with me. We about to do a song. He been here talking to me and stuff, telling me, hey, I think I need to um, straighten out. We're going to have a full-fledged convo. And then T.I. posted, I, I want to say, that's the timeline. I want to say T.I. posted it afterward and said, that, hey, see, we and him hashing it out. Like, Kanye ain't that bad of a guy. He's sitting here listening to me. Don't stop judging him the way y'all are. You know, people was like, oh, look at T.I. That's what we need more of. And I want to say ever since then is when I started seeing T.I. act like the hip-hop ambassador where he's enforcing the law where yeah. he started saying hey i you need to be doing this you need to stop doing that you need to stop doing this it's cool for oh i think that's what og should do should ogs be doing this over ig live no og no. should be texting you know texting the young the youth or even checking the older people personally like that's what to me that's more genuine to me when you come when you go to someone face to face with nobody else around to see you doing something word to lay that's <laughs> that's being genuine uh, but we don't see but like, that's that's what's makes this whole ti codex situation stupid because codex are obviously is an ignorant nigga and you have ti trying to lecture him thinking that oh he's going to hear me throw out all these big words and because he's I'm so smart he's going to listen to me and then obviously that backfire and now they're arguing over a topic that is so stupid at this point,
0: yeah, like okay, okay, I'm, I'm gonna say this because like the way I look at it is this: the reason why I, a lot, I, and I'm gonna say this, I feel like Ti, he probably confused that everybody's upset with him. But the issue is, ain't nothing wrong with somebody do something wrong. Ain't nothing wrong with coming out of saying, it hey, is wrong." But it's the way that he did it that made you know he like he pretty much put fire in yeah. flames. Like he's you know he more gasoline on top, like. If Kodak Black said something, hey, that's disrespectful, he could have been like, hey, man, it's disrespectful. If you meant it another way, it is what it is, but I won't talk to you. Or he just could have called him in private, but it's the fact that he got to on IG, delete that now. And didn't me, the number one thing is he was like, well, ain't nobody else going to say nothing, I'm going to say something. So now you're basically saying you didn't even want to say nothing, but you're doing it because you feel as if nobody else was. So this, like, so this ain't even your situation. This ain't even a problem. And even if you're taking you know, over with Nipsey, you can do that in private, like like with the Kanye thing. Like When he first talked to Kanye, I thought that was cool. But then when Kanye went to the White House, he chopped the, you know, like, then, then he turned into this ain't this ain't what we agreed on. Like, I'm gonna say this. I don't have a problem when people want to be an authoritative figure or being an ambassador to hip hop. But when you just on IG complaining about what somebody else said, it look it comes across condescending and the thing, the thing about being an og yeah it condescending and also the thing about being an og is these gotta be people you gotta have a relationship with and the one thing i say my ti is i can't really think of a lot of young artists that he still has a relationship no. with no i remember when he worked with, like i remember he was with travis scott for a while i don't know what it's like now i remember he was with iggy for a while i don't know what that's about i don't know what it's like now i remember him and Trav, I haven't heard him say nothing about the Troy Ave situation that's been going on for like three years. So to see him just kind of just be like, "Hey, I ain't never Met Kodak. I don't know Kodak, but I'm gonna talk to Kodak as if he's a little, you know, like you know, like is this, this like a younger artist that I just know personally? I say something like that, and I feel like that's the reason why it comes off as wrong. And for the game, actually, the game getting who you know, I ain't, I ain't gonna throw Ti Kodak. i the, <laughs> the game under the bus because everything that he said was complete and utter hypocrisy. And even though I think the game is a great rapper, uh, on, I'm a thing i call Malaysia, he's a great rapper and he's had a really good career. My only problem with the game is that he has always been clout chasing, over-the-top disrespectful in situations that he shouldn't even be involved in. And in his past, and he's not, not, not even his past, the stuff he's been doing recently makes his entire claim invalid you can't go on the internet and say this new generation is disrespectful towards women when you were just releasing a snippet about sleeping Speaking with of other people's wives. like two months ago like this like a month two months ago i could have sworn he was on his podcast nobody's like not too long ago so for him to try to turn into this generation is disrespectful if kodak is 19 acting like this like 38 acting like this what is this like what does that say about you this is my question like this what i want to know You can't come out and say, hey, nip, my brother, don't talk about his wife like that. Like, you was just on a song saying, Joe Budden say that I didn't sleep with his wife, I'm releasing the tape. If Kodak Black is disrespectful, then what are you? If Kodak Black is scum, then what
1: are you? In the
0: the
1: words of Kodak Black, act your age and act your occupation and i'm gonna
0: say this and i mean i'm I, I mean kodak speaking facts though I, I'm, I'm gonna say this if a child has done something childish and you are an adult and you respond <laughs> to them like a child you can't get mad at them if they still act out because you ain't taught them nothing you making them feel like they doing everything that's right and that's why that's why the, that's why the ties and change that's why at first everybody was like nah we ain't on code side now we see t on ig with uh, this song going away now we just now we just looking like come on man. i almost like i think even though we always love to argue about the generational gap i honestly feel like a lot of these young rappers are immature because our older rappers are really immature, what, and a lot of them don't know how to act like adults in here.
1: Which party. makes sense because fame and money kind of stunt your growth because a lot of you guys been, they don't, you know, you know, they don't really have to act mature, which is which is why a lot of people exactly. kind of applauded seeing Nas and Jay Z grow into, you know, what they are. What they are, but the thing is because they wanted a few who've done it. But the thing is it took them niggas to become damn near
3: fifty to do it. It took like
0: twenty years, like twenty years, like. I, was like, man, I remember we was were singing Nas in like the first grade, so it's the fact that he went from net now you know I'm like 23 and now Nas is Nas. Now Jay-Z is Jay-Z, like yeah. It's, it's like you, you know get what I'm saying? Like, and I, I I really I really I don't want to say there's a problem with hip hop, but I think there's one of the things that kind of holds the culture back is that it takes us forever to it takes forever for our artists to grow. Ah, right, you know what? Now I see why people like J. Cole.
1: Because that's mature. I, I, I get it. Ah, you know I finally understand
0: that now. You know what J. Cole my bad
1: chief. Better late than never. But like, let's go on. Let's just move on because I, I don't know how long, how long we've been on this podcast because we started late and then we had to stop and start and stop and start. So uh, the only topic left is we have to talk about the game ones today and uh, talk about – and we have some questions actually people submitted some questions for us to answer so do y'all want to bypass the game once or y'all want to answer the questions because we got a bunch of them actually uh you
0: have those. any thoughts
1: you have any thoughts on the yeah, game the only thing i want to ask you is i
3: know core want to turn oh yeah, you know what i want to ask y'all so we get magic guns a lot of clout but that nigga basically isn't ben simmons basically magic guns in a in modern era
1: but well, see, people see. I asked this on Twitter, and people told me that
3: that's that, that Magic
1: Johnson. The difference between Magic Johnson and Ben Simmons is Magic Johnson had a reliable mid-range. Gentleman. Oh, he did have one. And I, I, yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. He did, uh, and that's that's the main that's the main difference people try to say. And they also say he was pretty good in the post as well. Which Ben Simmons, eh, it's not that. So that's the thing that keeps Magic Johnson and Ben Simmons from being, you know, completely identical. Granted, I still doubt. Magic Johnson's effectiveness if people were able to sag off to like the paint. Because people like technically, if all he could do was shoot mid-rangers, people he could people could still sag to the paint on Magic Johnson. And it's looking like you really can't have a guy like that. Or at least Ben Simmons, especially, running point guard in this modern NBA. Like Ben might just have to play the power forward slot, kind of like Blake Griffin did as a ball handler. So that that might just have to be. His um, whole thing, or even like a Draymond Green. You no, know, Draymond Green shot is absent and people sagging off him, he's still finding ways to be effective. But I don't think he can't be the point guard. It's that, that that might be too soon to say that, but that's what's trending towards that he's hurting the team a lot by not being able to shoot and stand at the top of the key.
3: So if, if Matt Johnson was in the league right now, would he uh if he started his career this year oh. and had the exact you think he would have the exact same effect?
1: i'm gonna say this people i i honestly think so people call it people might say that's blasphemous but i'm just going by what i'm seeing and just going by how people play players like they without a shot because now the three-point shot is more important than ever and magic johnson by no means was a three-point shooter so
3: you're saying he he wouldn't go down as one of the greatest of all time if he? but
1: i take that back i think magic johnson did shoot threes so i think he still could have been as effective but i don't think he would have been as effective as he was in the past in a league where shooting wasn't needed
0: and also and also i think one thing i, I really i really i really think the one thing that hold ben simmons back is the way their team is
3: no nah, jordan honestly. he couldn't shoot threes. he shot, he nah, shot yeah i see
1: three. that now yeah, yeah. yeah like i said yeah i don't i, I just hate disrespect back to johnson i don't nah, no, really, no, no, though we we, it, hey, even though, no, people, even though people
3: we, want, we, we've, we've done it we've done enough
1: yeah like that's 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 just how my honest feeling is, and this comes from somebody who actually wasn't old enough to watch watch Magic Johnson, but going by Ben Simmons, who's the closest thing to it in terms of like style of play, it just it just not doesn't seem like you could win with your best player hey, being a hey, guy was wild who keep the sag off into the paint.
3: When, when I was wild as hell from the age what? of thirty two to thirty five. Basketball reference Go guy ahead. did not play illness HIV. <laughs> <laughs> It's accurate. I mean, <laughs> accurate. Wild, I,
0: mean, wild, I mean, technically, sp- technically speaking, they, in
3: they there, are not they wrong. Yeah, damn, that's a wild deal. That's a wild <laughs> ass shit.
1: But hey, back to Johnson. Magic Johnson still was—he's a phenomenal passer, gifted passer, one of the best we've ever seen. Great leader, high IQ on the court. But like I said, his deficiencies in this era would be glaring. That's 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 all I'm saying but
0: um <laughs> it also depends on how you think yeah. you do you know,
1: i mean look i mean look at yeah, Joel and b rolling and rolling guys rolling. like Jokic and cousins and blake griffin like they they can't they had to expand their game to shoot threes because you kind of got to now like you can't be the best player on the team and not be able to shoot you started to become a liability and that's why i based that on
0: oh wait I just thought about something do you think this may have been wait do you think this is one of the thing that magic may have been you know is that is that one of the reasons why magic
1: may have quick because he kept saying that he wanted yep. to work with yeah. me and that's one of the things because like he said he hate it? the fact that he got to act a certain way in order to um <clears throat> in order to be the president and like he, he cited that he said i hated that i couldn't you know talk to ben simmons and stuff like that so yeah i understand i understand completely where it's coming from but mm-hmm. yeah I, now that he's not the president anymore him and ben definitely need to link but uh, I'm
0: I'm saying my only my manager Johnson is this. Did anybody read the job description to him? That's what I. Was I mean, he probably about. read it to
1: him, but he probably didn't think it was gonna be hard. I mean, people Man. people don't people don't realize how much work the front office takes. I don't. That's why that's why people like Doc Rivers said I want to be the coach and run the front office, and then Doc got the job and said, "Damn, I don't really have time to coach." Yeah, he said I don't really have time I to coach do this, like I used to. <laughs> and he said once he took it away from him. He said, I'm actually able to focus as a coach now because I don't have to worry about so many other little things. That takes a lot to run a front office. And that's that's right. something I don't think basketball players, casual fans, even, even people who really love basketball, I don't think that's something we all take into account. Those guys work hard. And I've seen that with the Clippers this past season. I value the front office a lot more now than I did in the past. It can make a difference as we saw with the Nets where the Nets <clears throat> are able to beat a team, even still a playoff game, like the Nets handed, they 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 pretty much handled the uh 76ers with a team with one all-star against a team with four all-star caliber players. Like, that's impressive. And
0: yeah.
1: I still think the six I still think the Sixers will find a Did way to read? win this series, but they're gonna have they're gonna have a hard time dealing not. with those guards on that team. Cause those guards are all quick, can shoot and get downhill. And that's a recipe for disaster. Seeing how Joel Embiid currently can't really move his knee, and Bo Bond is even slower. So in the pick and roll, and the pick and roll is the next favorite weapon. They're gonna eat. So the best. So they're gonna have to. So guys like <clears throat> Ben Simmons, Butler, and Tobias are all gonna step up, including JJ Reddit, because he's the only super. He's the only really good shooter, and they completely neutralized them. They shot like they shot less than they shot like twenty percent. No, they shot like twelve percent from three. In this game that Damn. can't happen yeah that's that i told niggas when they traded for jimmy butler they're slowly getting rid of all their shooting and when they got rid of um Landry, you know shaman and muscala they lost even more shooting but they got tobias so they they, they gain a good shooter but lose two reliable shooters at the same time Well, muscala was reliable but shaman was actually kind of elite so if they took reddick out the game by just Attacking him on defense and by um, sticking to him hard on offense, and that just discombobulated the whole picture. They just need to get the ball to Jimmy Butler and just let him run the show because nobody, nobody else can do anything. You don't seem like. Uh, and, and my last, my last playoff uh, question,
3: core. Cool. I know you want to turn Kyle Lowry into a pack. Twitter's been turned into a pack, but, but he had zero points, but he had seven rebounds and eight assists. And two steals, and he's the only starter. Okay. He's the only starter with a plus. With a plus, everybody else is a negative. He has a plus eleven. Did they win? No, no, they, no, they lost. But I'm, I'm just asking, what? Because what? Twitter's gonna blame it on oh, him. We oh, but even though he was a technically on paper, he was a better, the best player out there, right? Now. You know, he was up the team the most.
1: But see, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this. I didn't get to see the entire game, so I didn't get, I saw the second half. His man, DJ Augustin, still scored. A game high 25. granted he didn't guard him every position because at the end of the game i'm danny assuming green, danny green started I'm ass- picking danny green I'm assuming picking.
3: Fred Van was guarding him because he got a negative 16. that's yeah, what i'm I mean,
1: assuming was guarding him. danny green was guard- guarding him down the stretch in that fourth quarter and D.J. Augustin was still getting his off so i'm not exactly sure who was guarding him it's just you know it's just funny for people to pit them up against each other i had to look at the possession stats later because I'm, I'm actually curious about that he did like Lowry went out there and you know put up assists and rebounds as you should if you're not if you know if you're not scoring you need to be doing something on the court which can keep you from it might not be a great game might be a good game at least you had a decent game but it's the fact that he is the all-star guard supposed to be the second or best player on the team and you come out there and you score with zero points in a playoff game that's that's kind of inexcusable that's really inexcusable. Even though I commit him for doing other things, that's still inexcusable for an all-star guard. But yeah. shout-out to, shout to Kawhi and Siakam for balling. Bad. But also, not shout-out to the Toronto Raptors because I want them to lose so Kawhi will come to the Clippers. And I think Kawhi is now seeing yeah, that it's coach. hard being a Raptor. Being a Raptor is a hard life. so these three. <laughs> <about> it's going <laughs> to that's oh, yeah. the fact. That when they get to the playoffs, them, they just, them start to melt. Oh, they just melt under pressure. Yes. It's, 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 it's ridiculous. Hopefully, they, they're going to win the series, undoubtedly. Undoubtedly, I didn't think it would be going to be this hard, but they're going to win it, undoubtedly. Uh, so I think it's time to answer some questions. Let's see. Somebody wanted us to make an NBA mock draft. Nobody Paris. Sorry, nobody Paris. Uh, I think it'd be better for us to wait until we actually get the lottery, the actual order for the play. You know, the actual order the teams are going to draft. I think it'd be a better idea for us to wait till then. When that happens, best believe we're gonna we're gonna um do a whole podcast episode about it. Me and Jaques, especially. Uh, if the playoffs had their own separate awards. Who will be the front runners for the awards? This is from I don't tweet. Is uh, pl- just going into it from like right now, I'm just blindly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still, I still go with. I think the MVP of the playoffs will be Curry. I think Defensive Player of the Year will probably it's not gonna be Gobert. He's going up against the Rockets. I'm gonna go with Giannis. I'm gonna go with Giannis for Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, Sixth Man of the Year might be Fred feet Fleet going into the playoffs uh hmm it's tough it's really tough I knew I should have thought I knew I should have thought about this beforehand coach of the year definitely I still go with but I think he's gonna coach circles around the, the coaches in the east he, I mean going against Nick nurse and Brett Brown and even even Brad Stevens I think he's going he's gonna outdo him too yeah those are major awards I forget most improved Siakam after watching that game today definitely what do you guys think
3: shit that's that's kind of tough I'm, I'm still going with Giannis MVP
1: uh are we just talking about like say a team gets this out first round like I mean yeah I mean same, it, I, I mean I mean if, if Lou Will ball out this round they still lose I think that he's still works. yeah it. yeah, but, cool. okay, yeah. Then, well, I think okay well I'm gonna go with Louie because mm-hmm. that nigga got like he got like
3: 22 now like and they still got like a whole half a quarter a quarter and a half to go I'm gonna go Lou Wheel, uh, defensive player. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna make a safe pick and go. Go Bear, but I. Can't, yeah. I think I'm gonna go safe pick and go. Go Bear. Uh, coach. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think I'm gonna go uh the the Bucks head coach. Yeah,
1: bud. So yeah, that's as, as it for me. You got you got any picks, score You wanna go into the next topic.
3: It's from yes. at dre
1: majesty shout out to dre uh you have he gave us three questions but i'm gonna pick the best one on here uh make it i'll I'm, I'm make i'm gonna pick the music one how the fuck did anderson pack get an andre Benj- andre benjamin verse because anderson a goat how did he get an andre 3k first
3: i'm saying what soul.
1: A- anderson pack got some serious strings to in the industry, like like people people talk about industry plants, I really do believe, um, and it's impact pack, an industry plant. Or maybe you could just say, or it might just be the fact that he got tied in with Dre, and Dre's just looking out for him, what, having you know his tie. You know I
0: mean,
1: Dre, Dre, you know, the Dre song, got connections with to Apple grows, too. So it you know it's, it's yeah. So it don't kind of yeah. surprise me that he was able to get a first from You know three. You know Andre three K. It was cooler seeing him get you know have. And then on
0: top of that, I was saying. then on top of that, no, not Through Stags pick like one or two artists that he really likes yeah. like year for year to do something. Yeah, like definitely. Anderson.
1: And it doesn't surprise me that Anderson Pack is one of them guys because Anderson Pack is that dude. And it's even, to me, the, more,
0: I'm gonna is the most. I'm going to say this. The most shocking that's person what, I saw smoking. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what, what I was about to say.
1: Him. That's the most shocking feature. So shout out to um Trey Majesty. Next question. Like, where did he find? Like, I don't know, but I'm glad that's on fire. That's on fire. Damn. Have you listened to my favorite underground rapper, Screwface Gene? No, I have That's from Love Clippers 1. No, I have never heard that guy. Have you ever heard of him, Court?
0: Man, no. I'm, I'm going to try, I'm gonna try
1: it too later train. on. I'm going to say the next Screwface Gene, that's some big flames. Let's see. One those from at Delvin Sniffin. Why does female R and B not get more attention, especially when a lot of major male R B singers aren't even putting out albums? I think that the no, I think they get a lot. I don't know. I, I thought I thought um a lot of female R and B singers were getting a lot of clout this year. To me, at least. I mean, I mean R B singers don't get much clout anyway. But if I had to choose between the two genre, you know, between the two genders, genders who are getting more attention, I'd probably say the women getting pretty good attention. You know, her got her a Grammy. Uh. You know people's in love with um that light-skinned chick from uk what was her name georgia yeah georgia smith you know you know then it's ella may like i think they have a pretty i think they have a nice sizable lane i think people talk less about the men honestly in my opinion you know, leon bridges, bridges leon bridges pretty amazing mm-hmm. and nobody ever talked about him last question at Dwayne to why has the nba not shifted from a, a conference-based playoff system uh, I think the thing, the reason that the NBA gives this, they say traveling. The last thing they would want is for a team like the Lakers to be paired with a team like the Nets and force them to have to travel, you know, like after game two, have to travel all the way to, you know, New from York. LA to New York and oh. New York to LA and back and forth and back and forth. They'd hate, they're basically saying if we did that kind of conference type um plan, then you'd have that in the first round. It's it's less you know, if it happens in the finals, that's cool. But avoiding that I mean as much as possible throughout the course of the series, you know, throughout the course of the playoffs is the Clippers the Clippers used to play the fuck what's the difference between that and the Clippers playing the fucking
3: Pelicans or the Clippers playing or the Lakers playing the Grizzlies like it's just see, as yeah. as a
1: fight, you feel me? Yeah, 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 definitely. It's just as long as a flight. I don't think it's the best excuse, but at the same time, you only have like maybe one or two instances like that in the in the entire playoffs every year. If you do the whole no conferences, just spread all the teams out almost every series would then be like that. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's and that's what the NBA tries to avoid. They try to save money and also try to keep players from having to travel and, you know, try to keep them in their best condition. So that they're not um, they able to perform. There's no excuses why they can't perform on the court. That's why it still hasn't happened yet. When the NBA figures out a way to fix that, maybe they'll put more days in between games, playoff games. That's probably the only way to solve that problem. But I I, I doubt we ever get it. I wanted it. I still think it'd be more fun that way. We'll see a lot more. Um, we'll see a lot more competitive. Well, I, I feel like we'll see a lot more competitive matchups. And a lot of more um, spontaneity, also, and less predictable stuff. I don't think I hate though. We probably lose uh, rivalries because your teams will play against each other a lot less often in the playoffs, unless they meet in the finals every year. But even then, teams who can meet in the finals might end up meeting earlier on in the season. So yeah, what you think? Well, yeah, that's pr- I pretty much answered that. I think. Yeah, you did. You got, a, you got you did a good job of it. But all right, so that's it. Thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode of Pop of Demand Podcast. As I said before, make sure you tune in on all the other platforms we're now on. Glad to be there. Glad to be my anchor. Uh, make sure you tune in next week for another episode of Pop in the Demand Podcast. Catch you later.